With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And we have Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. (laughs) Uh, Let me start off with Drudge News. Frantic, 48 hours to stop Europe from war. Russia moves into attack positions. 130,000 troops with potent weapons. Confusion, Ukraine retracts statement. This is all from the Drudge Report. Alex Jones, globalist-controlled NATO, accelerates massing of troops. Arms on the Russian border. An escalation of the ongoing war is imminent. Now, the question is, folks, is this real? Is it real or are we watching something kind of called wag the dog or fear porn, whatever you want to call it? And here's a, here's a scenario that I found, and I want to read it to you because it's, this is either real, and we're going to find out quick enough, or it isn't. Here's, here's something that is very, very interesting. It's official. White House Ukraine crisis is manufactured. Pelosi says if Russia doesn't invade Ukraine, it proves strength and brilliance of Joe Biden policy. Now, here's the scenario. First, accuse Vladimir Putin of doing something he never intends to do, which, by the way, he has repeatedly said he wasn't going to invade. He had no intention of invading. A fabricated scenario. In other words, he never intends to do so. It's a fabricated scenario. Second, tell the world you are strongly, will strongly respond to this fabricated scenario. Third, tell the world the exact date when this fabricated scenario is supposed to happen, which, by the way, is the 16th. And uh, 216 is very, very interesting because it's 6 times 6 times 6. Now, the last one is, then when the fabricated scenario never happens, in other words, Putin has proved he doesn't want to, it is because you are so brilliant and you are so strong, 
to have outmaneuvered and cowed the Russians and Putin. Declare the absence of the Ukraine invasion event as a result of your brilliance and your brilliance and foreign policy victory. So, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Here's what Pelosi said. Well, I think we have to be prepared for it. In other words, the invasion that Putin's going to do. And that is what the president is. Yes, I do believe that he is prepared for an invasion. I also understand why the president of Ukraine wants to keep people calm, and he wants his economy not to suffer. But on the other hand, if we were not threatening the sanctions and the rest, it would guarantee that Putin would invade. Let's hope that that diplomacy works. It's about diplomacy deterrence. Diplomacy deterrence. And the president made that very clear. There's a big price to pay for Russia to go there. So if Russia doesn't invade, it's not that he never intended to. It's just that the sanctions worked. I'm very proud of the work that the president has done. (laughs) So here we are. Do we know what's really going on? What do you think, Larry? Well, sounds like to me a lot of propaganda out of the Hunger Games. Yes, yes. Or uh, anyway, getting back to uh, the the news anyway that everybody's piping in. Single report. I don't know if uh, Hal Turner's updated this or not. Russian troops have crossed the red line from Crimea, moving north into Ukraine. There has been no resistance. He says, I have one and only one report claiming Russian troops have crossed the red line, and uh, they're going out evidently of uh, Crimea. Larry, you've been really watching this. What's the latest? Well, if this is true, uh, basically it says uh, Russian troops crossed the red line on the isthmus of Perikop into Ukraine. Uh, says uh, report also claims troops are headed in the direction of the North Crimean Canal, which is administered by Ukraine. The Russians have heavy air support and no visible Ukrainian resistance to their advance. Uh, basically, also given information that uh, I did verify, that he reports, CBS News reported U.S. officials to say satellite images show Russian troops leaving assembly points and uh, moving to attack positions. And uh, also uh, information, U.S. intel says Russia's moved artillery and missile systems into firing positions along the Ukrainian border. And and that's the latest. uh, That's the last we've got so far from that one report. So uh, they're claiming they have satellite photography that's really showing that they have left their assembly positions and are moving. And that's what Drudge said in their headline. Uh, let me go back to that headline. Uh, and I've got a new, I've, while you're hunting that, I've got a, a one that just came off of American Military News. 
says Ukraine Army reports Russian troops left their assembly areas Monday near Ukraine border and set up attack positions with long-range artillery and rocket launchers, moved into likely firing positions. Also reported, and this is American Military News, says also reported 30 Russian warships now conducting live-fire drills on the southern coast of the Ukraine in the Black Sea, and this covers the entire southern coast of Ukraine now. It's blocked. Wow. It wouldn't take much for them to block that whole sea, would it? All they got to do is go down where Turkey is, uh, Constantinople, and uh, block the strait. And and by the way, Stuart, uh, recently, uh, two or three days ago, a number of Russian ships came through that strait uh, you're talking of. I think it's called the Bosphorus Strait, and uh, come into the Black Sea region. And by the way, today I saw video. There is a surfaced uh, Russian submarine in that strait now, kind of, I guess (laughs) you could say blocking it to some degree. Wow. Well, I I figured that they might do that. I mean, you know, Putin really is a a strategist, and he can really raise havoc. Now, you mentioned a prophecy. Uh, You don't need to tell us uh, who who sent it, but they're reliable. And uh, can you give us that prophecy that came out of, uh, what is it, Poland or someplace like that? Well, I was talking to somebody that I personally know that uh, was in Poland, and uh, they advised me that as this all began to build on the Ukrainian border, that they brought forth a prophecy from a someone that's similar to Anton Johansson, but it was a Polish individual. And this individual had a lot of experiences and gave this pros- prophecy years ago and the prophecy basically said and the, and they said a lot of the people in Poland were talking this all about the streets and everywhere when Putin began his movements uh, the prophecy basically said something's going to happen to cause Russia to move towards the region of Poland and of course uh, it's no <laughs> y'all you got to do is look at a map and Poland is exactly next door to Ukraine by the way and uh, borders also Belarus. And uh, anyway, the prophecy seemed to indicate that uh, Russia would move and would finally have to go against, uh, the, the army would go against uh, Poland. They would in, the Russian army would invade Poland, and they would fight all the way almost to the capital and possibly take about half of Poland. But then at that point, according to the prophecy, that before they captured the capital of Poland, the Russians, something would happen, something very strange happens, and all the Russian army moves into Europe. Oh. Well, we've had other prophecies about Russia taking Europe or destroying a good share of it. And uh, the, the weapons that I don't think we know what kind of weapons... Russia actually does have. Now, Putin, in his speech that we talked about on Friday, had said that, well, yeah, you've got uh, more military power than I do, but I have more nuclear power than you do. 
And he's more or less already told us over and over again he has no fear of using nuclear weapons. So uh, this could get real dangerous real fast. And it may be that, that Putin already knows that all of this baloney, like this uh, report I just read, is really just rhetoric, kind of wag the dog, but he may just decide, well, if you're going to accuse me of it, I'm going to do it and surprise everybody when they know it's a fabricated deal. That'd be just like Putin to do something like that. Oh, you're going to accuse me of it? Well, then I'll do it. And I don't blame well, him is- at all for bringing all his troops over around that area. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to mention you're talking about that, and is it possible that uh, this is a ploy to some degree, but suddenly something goes real? And in that book, and I'd mentioned in one of the shows before, the book that came out an Admiral wrote from Intel was the book 2034. And yes. in this book, Stuart, oddly enough, and, and I'm, I want to get your opinion after I finish telling what this basically says, uh, because it, it seems very important Uh, And Putin has all this force in the present time in the Black Sea. In this book, Putin goes ahead and he begins his move and uh, moves on Ukraine. He also invades Poland and takes about half of Poland. He goes ahead and takes Lithuania. I looked it back up. Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia. He takes those NATO countries. He subjugates them. In other words, he... He's victorious. He takes all of that, and they actually are up against uh, Kaliningrad. And if people remember, Kaliningrad is just a little sliver of land that is Russia, basically, and mm-hmm. that's and that goes up to the to the sea. And so, what's interesting is in this scenario in the book 2034, which is a lot of intelligence, <laughs> Putin literally goes, takes Ukraine, takes half of Poland, takes Estonia, Latvia. Lithuania, and then he owns all the seaports on that Black Sea area. Which would be a a really shrewd, shrewd move. And uh, does NATO do anything in response to that, according to the book? In the book, NATO wants to do something, but uh, basically... uh, Putin's forces are just too strong to even begin a conflagration there. So uh, they all kind of let it be, if you will. Well, he may have weapons that they that we don't know as a general public. But uh, you know, if you're if you're going to uh, uh, if NATO, I guess I could say, does not respond then they must know that he has some weapons that he has threatened to use and they don't want any part of it. And don't don't we already have some European nations that have more or less said, we're not going to have anything to do with this if you think well, we you're going to get us involved in them taking uh, Ukraine? Yeah, we do. Yeah. A number of them. Germany's uh, really holding back on in, getting involved in this Ukraine thing. Uh, there's a, a multitude of, of uh, the EU nations, countries that don't want to go to war with Russia. 
And uh, oddly enough, you mentioned uh, weaponry. Putin's already demonstrated weaponry uh, in the Mediterranean. The entire, and, and I know people probably not hearing this on the news, but uh, they've already, uh, used, they're already using their electronic warfare weapons over in Syria and the Mediterranean. And right now, uh, the entire Mediterranean basically is unflyable because of the fact that uh, electronic warfare from Russian weapons are disrupting the GPS satellite systems. And so they basically blacked out, air-wise anyway, uh, the Mediterranean. Now, they haven't used them, as far as I know, around Ukraine, uh, the Baltic, I mean the uh, Black Sea and any of that Mm -hmm. region yet, but they have the weapons. And I did see some data where they were showing a lot of missiles and missile batteries, et cetera, et cetera, going up into Belarus and some of that activity appeared to be vehicles that can generate uh, electronic warfare. Wow. Well, here's another headline breaking. NATO has decided to deploy an air police mission. As 147,800 Russian troops are deployed around Ukraine, Germany's Vice Chancellor Habeck says we may be on the verge of a war in Europe. I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, but I, I had not hear, heard about this air police. What do they mean by that? Just aerial surveillance? I have no uh, idea, Stuart. That's a NATO terminology, and uh, they say uh, basically – uh, that it's a it's it deplorable forces. So this is probably uh, deplorable forces that they can send down into uh, countries like Romania, uh, Bulgaria, and uh, you know a couple maybe Poland and then support you know that region basically with special forces. But who knows? Yeah. Well, I guess all we can do, folks, is uh, cross our fingers. Uh, it, it is interesting. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to mention in the the one you just I just read down into the very one you were sharing there about the uh, deployment of NATO forces, and here's something that just came out uh, says uh, uh, basically it, a part of the commentary of this lowest rated president in American history Biden, inflation completely out of control, U.S. markets about to crash into a stone wall. And then this is what it says in red, Stuart, and then you, you mentioned earlier a quail prophecy, but it says gas pricing rising fast. Gas prices possibly go to 6 to $10 a gallon predicted for summer. I wouldn't doubt that at all, simply because, like you mentioned when we were, you know, off air, uh, this is a, this is how they keep people at home. But think of the gutting of businesses. And what are truckers going to do? If, if gasoline is at $10 a gallon, diesel would have to be 13 or $14 a gallon, if you could even get it. And what about the airplanes? I mean, they could cripple the, the nation just by chopping down the uh, supply. And, and you know, uh, propane, as you know, has skyrocketed. And uh, on and on, the energy supply chains can really just close down America overnight. 
Uh, and how about people who, uh, you know, maybe drive 20 miles to work, in fact, and won't be able to afford it? Uh, and, 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 and here's that, something. You know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I know we don't have a lot of time. I just wanted to share this real quick. This is Hal Turner's uh, commentary information. It says, uh, mm-hmm. also expect uh, widespread civil unrest just barely below the surface. said the real unrest, will, it'll be real unrest, unlike, unlike the 2020s manufactured unrest. And he says, this looks like war within the next 72 hours. He said field hospitals are erected in Russia and blood supplies brought forward, ground forces dispersing into tactical battle positions and moved to forward staging areas near the Ukraine border, evacuation of diplomats and expats, airspace of Ukraine being closed, reports of heavy activity at Russian bases loading armaments onto fighters and bombers, reports of Spetsnaz being inserted into Ukraine to wreak havoc on comms, and sabotage operations. Well, Ukraine will be uh, vacated, basically, if the Russians take over. There was, uh, I I don't know if we can find out what Ukrainians who live over there actually are are thinking, but I bet you an awful lot of them are vacating. I know we had reports of the college kids being vacated. I can can tell you. Yeah, I can tell you what they're saying because I got a I had a call yesterday with an individual that you know him, Don. Yeah. And he was he had talked to people in uh, Kiev and you know the Ukraine and they they say they've been told war's coming. It's not like what they're saying on television where Zelensky says uh, no threat. Uh they've all been told war's coming. Uh, a lot of them are preparing to go into the countryside. Uh, to go anywhere they can go. A lot of them are trying now, I believe, to get to uh, Poland. Uh, Poland's letting some of them, if they had the jab, come in. And uh, wow. But a lot of it is the, the people in Ukraine are just uh, almost cannon fodder, Stuart. They, they yeah. are not going to be able to. They've got a million or, or rather 100,000 uh, Ukrainian troops right on the verge of Donetsk and Luhansk. And Zelensky said if they become independent states voted by Russia, that uh, that 100,000 will attack those two states or break away territories. And by the way, they it is official, I saw the data, two drafts has been given to the Russian Duma, which I guess within the next 24, 48 hours uh, may recognize those two independent states. And so... That's when Russian troops will be coming in from Russia into Luhansk and Donetsk, and it's not a good scenario. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's switch over. Canadian Parliament votes against lifting mandates, emergency act powers, i.e. martial law, expected by today. What's the latest on that, do you know? Well, it's already happened, basically, and, you know, I shared with you earlier that uh, the parliament in Canada, because of the trucker strike and and protests that's going on, uh, the parliament passed the, uh, what and what they used to call it was, it was martial law, but they changed the wording, Stuart. 
It's, they now call it the Emergency Act Powers, is what Canada calls it. And they did uh, pass it today, the Parliament did, and Justin Trudeau invoked it. And so basically, uh, they're under martial law, and they, a lot of them are being arrested. And, and uh, by the way, uh, there's also information, and you can read it if you want to, from Hal's site of the uh, communications blackout there. Yeah, it says Canadian government blocks all social media postings. No information can get out of Canada via social media. Folks, I know that we have people that listen in Canada. If that's true, try and email us at, en at enig enigma at trueinsight.com. But here's what he says. As part of their Emergency Act powers, the Canadian government has blocked all social media posts originating from inside of Canada. Twitter, Facebook have been affected by the block. Users can post, but they will their posts will not appear on any feeds anywhere. This is what liberals actually are, folks, outright tyrants. That's going to happen here. So what they have effectively done, if this is true, <clears throat> and the only way we're going to find out if it's true or not is somebody in Canada tries to post something and, and we can get it. Um, but this is a total lockdown. So we won't know, and that's probably why they've done it, how severe this crackdown of uh, Canada. And now they've also said that uh, Parliament has invoked a mandate throughout all the, uh, I don't know what they call them, provinces, I think, up there. And so they're really just giving the finger to all Canadian people. The Canadian people, according to Trudeau, are basically just uh, deplorable riffraff. And don't you do not challenge us. You do as you're told. You bow down and do exactly as you're told, or you're going to end up in a prison. That's basically what he's telling people. So it's going to be very, very, and it's coming here. Don't think for a moment it's not coming here. And this relaxation also of of uh, all the Charlie Victor stuff, that is a trap. And you just watch. They're going to come in with more and more draconian reasons. And uh, you either obey or you get rounded up and put in a FEMA camp. That's just what we're watching in Canada will soon be happening here. And in our latest Prophetic Insight, I got an article I found about the, uh, about the truckers and uh, some of their logos they have. And uh, the question is, who's behind all this and what did they do? And, of course, people want freedom, so they're going to go along with uh, this until, and I guess they've cleared all the bridges and all the roads now. Larry, is that true? Because of this uh, in, invoking of martial law? I've heard that they've cleared a, quite a bit, and they've done a lot of arrests. They've brought in all the mounties they've got, and, uh, well, the state, or, or if you want to call them deep state in Canada, they're basically taking taken over from the people and and like you said Stuart uh this is this is uh uh Australia 
and now it's Canada, <laughs> and we're going to be next. I mean, yep. the plan is the plan. Yes, and Biden and Trudeau were closely uh, in contact during this whole thing. So I'm sure Biden told them to go get them. You can't put up with this. And Biden will do that to the American people if they rise up as well. So this is going to get, this may be part also of the breakaways in the United States where we get divided up into four or five different regions as uh, governors of the various states say, no, we're not going to deal with this from Washington anymore. And that's been in the prophecies for a long time. And actually, Russian scientists some years ago did an analysis of what was going to happen in America, and they predicted that the United States would break up into different regions. And uh, it would be basically a repudiation of Washington's authoritarian uh, type of thing. So I do expect Biden is really going to clamp down on us. Anyway, Larry, last word. Well, it's very, very interesting that uh, this evening also there were information coming out says Biden was again threatening the Americans for their guns. So if the American people can't figure this out, there's no help for them. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they will. But, uh, you know, they want a revolution. They really do. And that's the excuse. And, of course, uh, under the uh, law now, if the – Putin goes to war in Europe or over there in Ukraine, uh, Biden can absolutely issue uh, uh, an executive order and place us under martial law. That's all in those FEMA documents. So here we go. And uh, it's just too bad that it's gone this way, and I don't know what you say about it to anybody. You know, you sitting around, like I said on the show Friday, uh mad upon their idols millions of dollars spent on the super bowl just millions so this is where we're at and the lord is not happy with the apostate americans we're under judgment anyway thanks a lot larry for coming on appreciate the update and uh folks it's just a heads up we don't really know what's going to happen next so anyway heads up take care night everyone It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.